It's Don's Appliances Buy More Save More Sales event June 23rd to 26th. Get up to $500 back on the purchase of appliance packages from Beko, GE, Electrolux, LG, and Samsung. The more you buy, the more you save at Don's Appliances and Don'sAppliances.com. Welcome in, and thank you for checking out the CEO You Should Know podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Hartwell. Today's guest is Greg Weimer of Confluence Financial. Thank you for joining me. I'm doing wonderful. It's good to be here. Thanks for inviting me. All right, so tell us about Confluence Financial. Yeah, so Confluence Financial Partners is a firm based in Pittsburgh, but we serve investors all across the country. So um, we're a full-service financial services firm, and we pride ourselves on helping people uh, maximize their lives and maximize their legacies. And that sounds a little bit like a tagline, but but it, we, we, it, we, it's in our core. We really want to help people maximize their lives and maximize their legacies. So what, what do you specialize in? Who's your target client? What the heck does that mean? Yeah. yeah. So we're a wealth manager, but when you think about wealth management, I think about it like, you know, to be a great wealth manager, you can't just do wealth management. You have to be bigger than the portfolio. So if you think in terms of like your best, if you think about your best teacher in high school, your math teacher, you probably loved them, not because they were just great at teaching you math, but they were bigger than the subject of math. Your best, ba- your best coach was bigger than basketball. John wouldn't happen to go know fairly well and the coach of UCLA. And, and I watched him over the years. And, yeah, I'm sure he's a great basketball coach, won a bunch of championships. But, but more than that, he was a great teacher of life. So we not only – do a, I think, a, a nice job of managing the portfolio, that's table stakes, but we do a better job in addition to that, in addition to that, I should say, of figuring out what's the portfolio for? How's it going to serve your life and make sure you're, you have the experiences you want? Then how's it going to go on to provide a legacy for your family? This, the, 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 um, your life part should be really defined and, and really think about, like, what do you want? What's it all about for you? What do you care about? What does your family care about? And then many times when money's inherited, it tends to be a burden, not a blessing on the heirs. So we really try to help individuals think through what it's all about from their life standpoint and what it's all about from their legacy standpoint. Then it's a lot more fun to do our job because we get to really spend time on the portfolio and make those two things happen the way the client wants. Obviously, you're a very passionate person, and I appreciate that kind of passion. Uh, so where did that come from? Where did that passion come from? Is this something that you've always aspired to? Uh, is, is there somebody? What is the – all right, let's start here. What's the best financial advice you ever received? Yeah, investor – this is off the top of my head. I'll, I'll think later, like, that wasn't that good. But, you know, investors do not know how much risk they're able to take until they've taken too much, and then it's too late. Okay. So right now, investors think they have the tolerance, I'll make it up, for cryptocurrencies. Like, right? Right. But do they really have that risk tolerance? And, and probably not, but you don't realize that until you lost money. So, so um, you know, along those lines, it's like I'd, I'd rather be boring and rich than exciting and broke. And so, and so, I, I think those two are, are related. All right. So, tell us your history with uh, Confluence Financial. What's what's your history with the company? Yeah. So, um, I'll take you back to, and, and I'll do this quickly. You're thinking, oh my gosh, don't take me back to 1982, but it's really where it started. I was a valet parker. This guy said, read these books, you know, that would park his car. I did. It was how to invest money. I was young. I got in the phone, telephone book. I started calling investment firms where I wanted to work. 
I found one D in the yellow pages, butcher and singer. I called them until they hired me. I was just someone that wanted to learn. They asked me what I wanted to be paid. I said, you don't need to pay me. I just want to learn. They, they took me up on that offer. They paid me nothing. I did that. I was a financial advisor in the 80s. I worked for the, an amazing company called American Funds for 20 years. And I was just blessed with the greatest mentors that you humanly could have on how to think about the business, how to think about investing. I did that for 20 years. I retired. I, I, I was done. I retired. I hated being retired. I absolutely hated it. So I, I, I approached a friend who's now my partner, Jim Wilding, and we started Confluence Financial to create a different standard because we want to create a different standard for clients. So when I told him I was thinking about that, doing that and coming out of retirement, we quickly decided to do it together. And we launched Confluence Financial about seven and a half years ago. And um, I think we had an employer too. Now we have 35 or 40. We're in 42 states and manage money for 2,100 families. So it's been a really, really good experience. And we've been privileged to have great clients all across the country. Now that's how it started. That's what we do. That, there's a lot to unpack there. I want to start with the valet to financial services. You, the best. You didn't go to college? Did you go to college? Did you- oh, yeah. No, no, no. I okay. did. No, no, I did. But, but to pay for college, no, thank you for clearing that up. No, in fact, I was business computers math guy. So, but, but to pay for that, I was the, not a good job. I was the, I was the, I was the valet Parker. Listen to this at an emergency room. And so this guy, yeah, not good. So anything other than an ambulance, I park. So this guy would come in every like couple times a week and his wife would get treatments in the hospital. And he would talk to me about how to invest money. And it'd give me a book to read and I'd book, I'd read it and I'd report back to him. And I thought I'm going to do this. So I opened the yellow pages, butcher and singer was B. I kept calling them until they hired me. And, uh, here I am. All right. So and then I have another question when, when you were talking about when you formed Confluence Financial, uh, you said you wanted to make a difference. What What is the difference between your company and other financial planning companies? What What, what truly makes you different than those other entities? Yeah. And by the way, I want to make it very clear. There are other wonderful companies out there. A lot of them are my friends. So I want to be clear. There's a lot of other great companies out there. Um, you know, we really work. And I know I said it already. We, we want to help people maximize their lives and maximize their legacies. And I'll tell you, a lot of people say some of the same things we say. But I'm going to tell you right now, we do it. We live it and we breathe it. So um, we are always looking to improve. We're always looking to involve. We're not, we're not comfortable with the status quo. And, and I'll tell you, and, and, and we have, and I think probably everyone says, but we actually, like, our clients, I, I don't know if everybody does, our clients are unique. We have a great set of clients. In fact, I, we said that to a consultant once, and she's like, eh. And then she looked into who our clients are, and, and, and they're just they're unique, great people, whether you're talking about quantitatively or qualitatively. Um, I'd say the two things that make – I'd say the th- – here we go. I'd say the three things that make us different are our mission, to help people maximize their lives and maximize their legacies, our clients, and that they're cut above, and that, that then our team and our associates – that are truly driven and will never be satisfied. So we continue to try to improve every day. But if you have the right passion, you have the right clients, and you put together a 
strong team that's always trying to improve. It sounds simple, but it ends up being the recipe for just a just a lifetime of enjoyment in your business. What is the one thing you're most proud of about Confluence Financial? That's a, that's a great question. So um, the one thing we're most proud of, of Confluence Financial, I think our associates. Our, I just came out of a meeting. You know, we're, we, we have three offices. We're back in the offices. We like to collaborate. And I just wish that our clients could see how hard our associates work. I, it, there are, I'm proud of our associates. They, what they do and how serious they take their job and how they live their job, um, it's incredible. And we have people in their 60s, 50s, 40s, 30s. And I'm telling anybody that says these 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, uh, you know, they're, they're, they don't work. They don't, they don't, they don't know our associates because um, our associates just work really, really hard on behalf of the clients. And, and I, I just find that very rewarding to watch. Last year was quite transformative with COVID. What kind of impact did the pandemic have on your business and your clientele? It's a, it, it, when you look back at what we were able to accomplish working in the last year, um, I would have bet you 12 months ago, there was no way we could accomplish it. So um, a, I think our clients are very patient and they got through the pandemic extraordinarily well. We forwarded them along the way to help them meet their goals. So that's good. So I think in the last year, I think as an organization, candidly, we got better. We did some, we did some things structurally. Um, in the middle of the pandemic, we built a building in the South Hills. We moved into PPG out of another office. We hired a bunch of people over the last year. We brought in a lot of new clients because what we found is a lot of clients needed a second opinion. So they came to us for a second opinion. So from a technology standpoint, you know, we do Zooms all the time. We, we totally we were prepared for that. Um, we, were, we were ready to go within 24 hours of the pandemic hitting and shutting offices because we were already remote. I mean, we, we could already work remote. We were all in the cloud. We all had laptops. We were 100% prepared, not because we thought there was a pandemic. We just wanted the ability to be able to move from office to office and not, not, and not have paper and hard, you know, and, and PCs that we have to worry about. So we were very prepared. It was, it was a, you know, it was a, it was a good year. And from a business standpoint, we understand that, you know, it was a challenge a lot of other ways, but from a business standpoint, I think our relationship with clients, they, they know we'll be for them. We, they're for them. We talked to all clients while, while during, you know, the March, April, May shutdown. We did a lot of great tax planning for them last year. So a lot of people reexamined, like, what their life's really about, right, How, spending time with family, et cetera. So um, helping clients reexamine what they're all about, having, making sure their portfolios are sound, and adding talent to our team. I, I don't know. It was a, it was a remarkably uh, strong year given all the circumstances. What is your biggest challenge? It's getting the right people on the bus. I mean, if we have the right people on the bus and we can attract and grow the right talent, we will be able to do wonderful things for our clients. But, but it is talent. There's no, we, don't, we don't make widgets. We serve people. We serve families. So it's all about getting the right associates as part of our team and make sure we grow them and grow their talents so they can meet future needs. That, that's, I th- that, that's a big part of the job. It's fairly obvious you're, pretty, you're a very passionate person. Other than your company and other than you know, your business and, and growing wealth for your clientele, what else are you passionate about? All right, so this, this is going to be selfish, but, I, but I, there's, there's, there's a couple things right now, and this is, this is what I'm working on. The company's helping in this. Um, let me give you a couple things in our community that I think are – 
are just really exciting. And I think whoever's listening to this, give me a call. Let's get together. Um, if you're thinking, I, I think we need to help on this. So, so when you talk about, when you talk about um, the inner city and opportunities, there's an opportunity gap. I don't think anybody can debate there's an opportunity gap. So the question is, how do you close it? I'm going to give you one thing we're doing in the South Hills. We're opening up South Hills Catholic Academy. There's a bunch of scholarships for children. Um, one thing you help a child is you is you help their education. We're opening up a Catholic school affiliated, but not 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 100 uh, percent dependent on the Catholic Church. We're all independently funded. All of our money separate. We have the Catholic faith, but it's not part of the Catholic school system. Um, We'll, we'll have 270 students starting in September. 25% of them are from the city of Pittsburgh. And um, we're going to change some children's life by changing their education. So that's A, but I can't stop with A, I'll give you B. There's another thing that, you know, the pandemic, clearly there's a vaccine, it's working, God bless. We're going to solve the vaccine, with the vaccine, we'll solve the pandemic. It's amazing to me, what's not being talked about enough is mental health. So there's a group of us getting together to say, okay, what are we doing about mental health? Mental health is the real pandemic in this nation and the funding for mental health and the stigma attached to mental health is a challenge. So, so there are two projects. We're working on a lot of other things inside the firm. We encourage that, but there's two examples of, uh, of, of desperate needs in our, in, our, in our community and around the country. We can solve our community. We can bend the curve. We'll do it one child at a time, at a time be it by changing their education and mental health. We need to increase the awareness and we need to increase the ability to get information out to people that are having mental health issues today. My wife said to me, she read something that 50% of adults will have a mental health issue um, some, at some point in their life. And everybody listening to this, this uh, podcast right now, they're saying, I know someone, we all know someone, we all, we all have someone in our family, they need our help. A friend of mine, you know, he talks about suffering as times we can no longer allow these folks to suffer in silence, we can change the outcomes, we have great people in Pittsburgh to help us do it. But mental health and the treatment of mental health, we need to we need, you know, and I'll, I'll end on this, whether it's through education, or through changing mental health, people are happy. Happiness comes from believing your better days are ahead of you and not behind you. You've got to believe that. Even if you're dead, if you're deathbed, you have to believe when your death occurs, you're going to be in heaven, knowing that your better days are ahead of you, not behind you. There are people right now through education or having mental health issues, we as a community have to come together and help them understand we are going to work as hard as we humanly can to make sure those people are assured that their better days are ahead of them and not behind them. Uh, a lot of what you just said I've heard on your podcast, which I highly recommend. Um, so tell Thank us, you. what's the origination of the podcast and what are the other topics that you discuss on your podcast? Yeah, so we talk about almost anything, everything except money, which is odd, right? So um, I, I just I want to talk about things that people are interested in. The greatest thing one adult can do for another is cause them to think. If someone really wants to go over their portfolio, call us. We'll give you a second opinion. That's great. If someone really knows about the market, turn on CNBC. That's great. I want to talk about things that 
you know, our healthcare system. I'm, I'm recording one with Vanessa Morehouse, uh, who is also very involved in, in the, the, the cause for mental health. She's done some wonderful things. We're doing a podcast on mental health, and we're going to dig into that subject. I did one on the South Hills Catholic Academy. I've done, I did one with Chris Howard, who is just, you want to talk about pure energy. I love him. You know, president of RMU on education. I did one with Chris Hoke on motivation. Um, so I did one on our concierge physician, Mary Lamb. So I did one on a, a gentleman that is just really good at operating businesses, Greg Norton from South Hills, uh, Honda. So it's, it's, it, 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 I've done everyone except on how to invest your money. I feel like that would be boring. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, uh, you, you're very altruistic. Uh, you're very community minded. What other hobbies do you have? Yeah, I spend a lot of time with our family. I mean, I have I have four children, three grandchildren. So, you know, nothing better. We were in we were at the we were at a dance recital, you know, with our two granddaughters on Sunday. It was the greatest thing in the world. Um, one danced, one stood, but hey, they're two and four. This happens, <laughs> you know. I spent, and then I got another granddaughter that's three months, you know, as of uh, Sunday. So I spent a lot of time with the grandchildren. So my wife and I spent a lot of time with our children and grandchildren. And other than that, I do the normal things. I try to play golf, you know, whatever. But it's really, it's really work and spending time with my family. That's about it. Who inspires you? What, what gets you inspired? I, I, I have been so fortunate. I mean this. I've been so fortunate from just I've had great mentors. I don't know why people have decided over the years to take me under their wing. And I've just continued to dream. You know, goals are good. Dreams are better. So I just never stopped dreaming. And, and I've had, I've just had great mentors. And, and I have a great partner, business partner in Jim Wilding. He and I are partners. Um, I know we call this the CEO. We don't do titles. I'm just a partner. He's a partner. We just try to work hard every day. You know, so I don't know. I've, I've had great mentors. I just have. And so, and I, and I'm, I'm never really, you know, satisfied. That's not good, but it's true. And I just keep dreaming and, I believe our better days are ahead, and I'm going to go get them. All right, so what is your dream for the future for Confluence Financial Partners? Yeah, the next one is, um, so, so I, I think the difference we can make in people's lives are meaningful. So right now, you know, we, say, we serve 2,100 families across the nation. I want us to be able to serve 4,000 families. And if you take 4,000 families times four people, you fill up PPG Arena, and that's like the Penguin game tonight. Um, I know it's like a Penguin game. You know, it's, it's filled, not tonight. When the Penguins are, are at capacity, it's like 16, 7. I want to think we can change that many people's lives. That's the next step. I don't know what that means for revenue. Don't care that much. Profitably, not really focused. We just need to create our organization so we can continue to make a greater, <clears throat> greater, greater impact on more, more families. I don't know. I'd like to think our little organization in Pittsburgh that works real hard could uh, could fill up the PPG could fill up PPG with people that benefit from our services. That'd be fun. Well, your enthusiasm is very infectious, and that's a pandemic I could handle. <laughs> Let's try. Greg Weimer of Confluence Financial Partners, a CEO you should know, and definitely a CEO we're going to keep an eye on. Greg, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Johnny. This has been the CEO You Should Know podcast, showcasing businesses that are driving our regional economy, part of iHeartMedia's commitment to the communities we serve. I'm your host, Johnny Hartwell. Thank you so much for listening.
It's Don's Appliances Buy More Save More Sales event June 23rd to 26th. Get up to $500 back on the purchase of appliance packages from top brands like Whirlpool and KitchenAid. The more you buy, the more you save at Don's Appliances and donsappliances.com.